0: Hello, I'm Grace, and welcome to the Urban Granola Podcast, where we use reusable straws not just for the sake of the environment, but because it makes our almond milk lattes and wine taste that much better. Spira what? Today's episode is going to cover what spirulina is, where it comes from, and what its benefits are. So spirulina is an ingredient that I've been hearing about for a while now. Um, A lot of vegans, especially with mostly raw ones I've noticed, are big on incorporating spirulina into like their smoothies and smoothie bowls and other drinks and meals. I honestly don't know why it's taken me this long to actually try it out, but I finally bought some and I started adding it to my smoothies and honestly, I freaking love it. Like the reason why I like having green smoothies for breakfast in general, um, is the fact that they just make me feel so good in the morning. It's almost like my body can just feel the nutrients just going into my body from like the smoothie and adding spirulina just further adds to like that nourishing and satisfying feeling. Spirulina is actually a type of algae that is taken and then processed into a powder which is what most people buy um, at the stores and that's what you you know add a little bit to your smoothies or whatever dish you're making spirulina is one of the most nutrient rich foods on the planet and it has a decent amount of protein b1 iron and calcium and that's kind of what Those are like the main things it's known for. And this makes it pretty obvious then why vegans in particular would like it because all of those nutrients are easy to lack following a vegan diet. So incorporating spirulina into your meals is like an easy way to make sure you're getting all of those nutrients. So it has B1, the B1 vitamin, not B12. So just... Not to confuse anyone, um, because B12 is also a vitamin that you need to supplement or get in some way when on a vegan diet, because you're not getting it from meat, which is where really the only place you can get it from. Um, but spirulina actually doesn't have B12 specifically, so um, so if you do start incorporating spirulina into your diet, make sure not to like stop taking your B12 supplement or something like it it doesn't have it in it. So, um, you know, just make sure you're getting a sufficient amount of B12 in addition to incorporating spirulina into your diet. Um, and also if you're, if you don't want to take a supplement or, you know, you don't have a supplement and you just want to make sure you're getting it nutritional yeast is a good way to get b12 it's usually fortified with b12 um make sure to check on the package because i guess not all of them are fortified with b12 but most are that i've seen but that's also another way to make sure you're covered and um i actually did the last episode is on nutritional yeast so you can check that out to hear about all the benefits of that but um okay so yeah spirulina (laughs) um you know spirulina is good for you but you know it's like well the next question is how do you eat it like it's an allergy it's in a powder like what's just weird like I get it I think I don't maybe that's why it's taken me so long to try it out like it's such a I'm I kind of like weird things uh so I don't I honestly don't know why it's taking me this long. I still don't get it, but you know, it is like an odd ingredient and you know, not usually what's on your grocery list at the store, but the most common way and probably the easiest way to eat spirulina is by just adding it to your smoothies. Um, If you're not eating smoothies or you don't make smoothies, then I don't don't know, maybe you should start making smoothies. But, um, you know, just add, I think it's like a teaspoon or just, you know, just a little bit, um, however the serving size is or how ever much you can take. Cause it does have kind of a bitter taste. Like it's very strong, so you, you can't add like a whole lot, but you don't need a lot. So, um, it all works out, but you know, just adding like a spoonful or so to like your normal smoothie recipe. Um, you honestly won't even know the difference. And if you're not If you're not sure what else to add it to, um, just try adding a little bit to, like, different meals um, and testing it out. Like, you can add, you know, mix a little bit to, like, a guacamole recipe or even adding a little bit to, like, if you're making brownies or, like, bliss balls. But, um, you know, just remember not to add too much because the idea is not to, like, overpower whatever meal you're making and just make it not taste that great. Um, it's just the goal is to kind of enhance the amount of nutrients in your meal without overpowering it and making it enjoyable. (laughs) Um, and if you don't want to incorporate spirulina, like the powder into your meals, but you still want the nutrients, there are spirulina pills, which you can buy, which are basically just like a capsule filled with the powder. So instead of eating it, you're just swallowing the pill and it you know, goes into your system. I personally, I've never tried the pill form just because I try to stay as natural and less processed as possible. Um but I mean that's totally up to you. I'm sure they still work great and provide, you know, an extra burst of nutrients into your body. So if you want to try that way, then, you know, go for it. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and hope you decide to try out spirulina and see if you like it and notice any differences or if you feel better and thanks again for listening to the urban girl podcast